Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, thanks for joining iSmart Podcast. On the show today, we have Deepak Inchala. He's the CEO of Sintel. Uh, he's worked with three di- in three different continents and uh, several different Fortune 500 companies. He has a super unique business, and I'm really excited to have him on the show today. Uh, thanks, Deepak, for being here. Thanks so much, Tom, for having me. Yeah, so um, Deepak, can you kind of go into a bit of your founding story? Like, you know, where did you come from? You said you worked on three different countries. So um, where, did, where did you grow up? So I grew up, uh, I spent most of my childhood in India, uh, but I was also in the Middle East for, for, for a small bit of my childhood. Uh, my parents were both doctors, right? So, so they used to travel a lot uh, in the initial days and then they settled down in India. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, once, I, uh, once I got, my first job was not in India though. My first job was in Australia. So I spent some time working there and then came back to the Asia Pacific and then moved to the US about uh, eight years ago. Awesome. So, so eight years into the, into the U.S. and then, you know, did you, do you, you went to school, you know, in those other countries you came here, did you already have your degree or did you do additional education when you came here? Uh, so I didn't do education when I came to the U.S., but yeah, I did go to university back in India. So I went to IIT and um, IIM, which are, which are like the premier institutes of India uh, on the technology side and the management side. Of, um, awesome. So, and so and did you run businesses over uh, in India and other countries or was it just in the United States? Not really, just Slintel is essentially my first company. Okay. I was, I was working for uh, other companies before, but this is, this is my first business here. Awesome. Uh, so how, how many years did you go coming into the United States uh, until you started Slintel or Slintel? Yeah, it's been close to eight years now and uh, started Slintel a couple of years ago. Uh, so prior to that, I, I was working for Fortune 500 companies. I made my way to Silicon Valley about five years ago. Um, and I was working with a startup called Traction back then, taking care of their U.S. business. Uh, worked in another startup post. And then, you know, just the Silicon Valley bug bit me, right? And then it had to happen. <laughs> so there was there was a pain point that we were yeah, seeing. It tends to do that often, you know. Like <laughs> so You decided you saw like the whole SaaS movement and you were like, all right, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start a software company. Did you get funding for Slintel and that's why you started that direction? Not really. For us, it was it was the tougher route. So uh, we, I bootstrapped it. You know, it, it, this so we always knew that this is a big trend uh, that we are solving, uh, that we are we are in, in, in the sales and marketing space and a pain point that we were seeing. So initially, it was all bootstrapped. Uh, we raised funding in the later uh, part of, of our journey. Um, but yeah, we, we grew to like a 13-member team bootstrapped and we had paying customers and we had an MVP built out. And then the funding came in after that. Cool. Awesome. So, so a couple of years in. Uh, so can you guys dive into Slintel exactly what you guys do? Um, just like a real basic kind of understanding. Sure. Yeah. So essentially Slintel is a platform that 
helps uh, sales and marketing teams identify high intent buyers in their target market, right? So the way we look at sales and marketing is, um, if you look at the sales funnel, right? We look at the buyer funnel as the exact inverse of the sales funnel. So imagine an inverted pyramid where at the top of the pyramid, there are a small portion of buyers, probably around 10% that are looking to buy and probably a smaller portion, 3% of them are looking to buy your product out there, right? So the whole problem statement for us was, I know there are millions of people out there and thousands of companies, but who is going to buy my product, right? And therefore, who should I advertise to? Whom should I, you know, contact? Um, and this whole space is is the buying intent space is, is becoming a big thing nowadays. And we, we spotted that trend earlier on, like a few years ago, and we started building towards that. So identifying the buying intent. Um, so that way you can essentially save a lot more money in marketing and ad spend and everything else because it takes you less time to get your buyer to do what you want them to do. Exactly. So your your rep productivity increases because you you focus on the right right set of people. Also, your spend decreases, right? So right now, if you look at marketing budgets and the way they're spent, you go and attack an entire target market, right? Um, and, and normally target market sizing is, is done based on basic parameters like revenue, size, geography. But in today's world, that's not enough. Uh, so target market has already moved to account-based marketing a few years ago. And now you're looking at intent-based marketing, intent-based sales, where you want to do different nurture campaigns for people at different stages of the funnel, right? Like, for example, if, if, if there are buyers who are almost searching for product like yours, who are reading reviews and, you know, doing searches, you want, you want to have different kind of campaigns for them as opposed to people who are unaware of your product, right? Uh, unaware of your service. So how do you segment these buyers into different buckets and have the right campaigns sent out for each of these? So you maximize. Yeah. So let's do an example. So, you know, I have a car wash business. It's like one of my businesses. Uh, and so how would we uh, create different campaigns for the buying intent for people that were looking to get car washes, for example? Sure. Uh, so, uh, so assuming, you know, so we are a B2B product company, so I'll, I'll talk about it from a, uh, from a B2B perspective, right? So, so if you have different set of buyers, you know, there are, there are people who are already searching for, for car washes, right? So there might be companies that are looking for car washes for the employees as a benefit. So there are companies that are already searching for, uh, car wash vendors. So those guys are already researching companies like you or companies similar to you. So for them, you know, you want to launch ad campaigns or you want to launch sales campaigns that are pretty hard hitting and that do a direct comparison of yours with, with other vendors, right? There might be companies who are in the earlier stages of the car wash, uh, you know, they're not searching for anything, but they're passively you know, looking for um, interesting car washes. If they come across one, they will, they will go, for, go for something, right? So for those people, you, know, you want to kind of educate them. You don't want to directly do hard hitting ads. You want to educate them on the benefits of car washes and why and how frequently they need to get it done and, and so on and so forth. So depending on you know where they are in the buyer cycle, you want you want to devise campaigns accordingly. But yeah. car wash may not be the best example because you know that's a B two C business. I was right. <laughs> well, I do B two. We have so the interesting thing about the car wash business is we have B two B and we have B two C. So so we sell you know we have different ways of marketing to just get people to do car washing service for us, right? But then we also market to start the business. So so someone almost like a franchise. So if you want to you know, get into the business and you want to make, you know, a side income, then, you know, we can market that direction. So, so Slintel helps that process, um, kind of like simplify and cut the cost in that process. Yeah. Simplify the, yeah. Simplify the cost plus improve rep productivity. Uh, so you focus your spend on the right, uh, spend and resources in the right direction. Very cool. Um, 
Great. So what, what, some ma- what are some major successes that you guys have done as far as like uh, with it and some maybe some uh, some some fame stories or uh, some really cool things that have happened with some some of these Fortune 1000 companies? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we do work with a few Fortune 1000 companies as well as, you know, a lot of mid-market SMB companies. I think I think some of the success stories have been that uh, using our data. So we have data on uh, data sets on technographics, like what technologies companies use, how that has changed over time. And therefore, how does it translate to intent? We have data sets on keywords, on people and company intents. So all these data sets are merged together to get, come up with a unified intent score. So for some of these Fortune 1000 companies, what we have done is we've been able to, uh, with a fair degree of precision, predict uh, who is most likely looking at their product. And um, we were able to tell them, hey, these are the contract renewals of, of your uh, target market coming up in the next three months, in the next one month, in the next nine months. Right. Um, these are the people using your competitors' products, uh, right? And this is when the renewal comes up. You know, this information is not easily available, so we are able to tap into that piece of information. We are also able to tell them, along with these contract renewals, so these are their biggest pain points, right? Based on you know their annual report filings, based on um, you know social media, based on what companies are talking about. So using a combination of all these filters, we were able to um, significantly reduce their uh, marketing spend and also improve conversions overall so so these companies have seen like a 2x to 3x improve improvement in the total number of opportunities created in their pipeline amazing that's, that's really good so so what do you guys do as far as the the compensation like how do you create revenue um in that process of you know simplifying and reducing the cost uh, for these companies to uh, you know advertise and market their business sure uh, so we are a B2B uh, SaaS platform, right? So our, uh, we, we run a subscription business. Um, our, our users uh, buy licenses with us and they get access to the full platform insights, which is a plug and play kind of platform, uh, easily customizable. And uh, we measure the ROI through the success of these campaigns that they run, right? Um, we don't charge based on the outcome. Uh, we charge based on a, a set fee, a uh, subscription fee at this point in time. Uh, but we do measure the outcome and then tie that back and show that there is enough ROI when they invest X dollars in the product. You know, they're making, say, 2X or 3X out of the product in a very short span. Cool. Well, so we would just basically, you know, we would pay for the subscription to be able to get all of the software that's needed to be able to analyze your campaigns. And then we would utilize it and determine, like, you know, whether our campaigns are being successful or not. Exactly. It's really simple. Yeah, it's really, it makes it like not many moving parts. You guys have a lot of employees or no? Uh, do we have a lot of employees? Is yeah. That question? Yeah. So we have about 30 employees right now. Okay. Um, we should be doubling our employee count by end of this year. So we're growing pretty fast. Yeah, very cool. I love it. Yeah, it sounds like almost everyone kind of needs that because people would just spend money on advertising and marketing and they just, you know, and they leave it up to the Facebook guy or the marketing, you know, person. And then, you know, who knows if that person's really doing a good job or not? Like we have, we have guys that are doing the same exact thing. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and see, that's that's the sound for uh, for when you're when you're marketing is like you know, <laughs> going <Yeah>. going south. <laughs> and I would say I would just add this right even more so today, right? Today in the pandemic, post pandemic, uh, you know there are even fewer buyers out there in the market, uh, right? So it's even more important to identify buying intent. Right. So earlier, if 10 out of 100 buyers were looking for products like yours, now there are probably three out of 100 who are looking for products like yours. Right. Yeah. So, which is why you know we are seeing great traction as well. But intent is also becoming the thing nowadays, right? Uh, for for people to really optimize the campaigns. Almost every, you'd be surprised, Tom. Almost every single uh, prospect that we talk to, the first question they have in their mind is, 
tell me who's going to buy my product, right? Show me some insights, get me insights from the deep web, however you do it, but show me a set of people who are likely to buy my product. 10 years ago, the conversation used to be very different, right? 10 years ago, it would be like, hey, show me people I can target, right? Now it's not, I can target, it's all about the buyer. Show me people who are researching my products, who are like looking for product or getting those signals. It's very, very true. So so that's actually really great you you mentioned that um, because we we always talk about the pandemic and, you know, how this change has happened uh, and how it's affected your business. So have you seen that Slintel has had an upkick of subscribers, you know, in the service because of everything that's gone on? Yeah, absolutely. So we we are seeing a big uptick in the in, in our revenue in our in the number of of leads that we get inbound outbound. Um, I think uh, yeah, buying intent becoming a bigger trend nowadays is contributed to that. Like I said, uh, and also we enable remote selling. Uh, so field sales today is almost non-existent, right? Everybody is selling remote, and and they need tools like Slintel to sell remote. So I think these two trends are helping us, you know, really scale up massively uh, at this point in time. Awesome, I love it. So if anyone's essentially running a campaign, you know, and they're, they want to uh, optimize it in a, in a way where you're looking at buying intent instead of just looking at some target market, um, Slintel really helps you do that uh, and save a lot of money, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you can save money. You can also improve your top line, get, get more revenue uh, out of whatever resources you have. Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> Deepak, how do, they, how do they get a hold of you or how do they, how do they get a hold of Slintel so that way they can... Uh, yeah, utilize the service. Sure. Uh, so yeah, anyone you know wanting to look up Slintel can go to our website, which is www.slintel.com. And uh, if they want to get a hold of me, they could just drop me an email at deepak at the rate of slintel.com. Fantastic. Yeah, guys, I mean, just looking at everything that, um, you know, Deepak is doing in Slintel and uh, what they what they help you do. I mean, it, it sounds like almost every company that does B2B or B2C or whatever, like should utilize this service inside of there or at least try it. What is it? You guys have any promotions going on or like, or is it like a free trial for for to be able to utilize it? Yeah, we do. We, we do have promotions going on at different times in the company. Um, there's no free trial, but you know, uh, we'd be happy to kind of uh, give a demo to anyone who's interested and, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's basically an easy start for anyone who wants to start. Let me put it that way, right? So right. it's your budget too much. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks, Deepak. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, you know, it sounds like things are going really, really well. I'm good, definitely going to be looking into Slintel uh, after our show today. And uh, hopefully I have on the show a little bit later on and see how everything's going on. And, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sure, Tom. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, inviting me. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. 
We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.